when they're on the ice, hockey looks really violent. It looks like a violent sport. But when you get hit on the ice in hockey, you have momentum. It's basic fourth grade physics. When you hit something in motion, it continues in motion. And so you can move with it. That's how we want our strengths to be. Good morning or afternoon or whatever time it is in your realm, Power Family. My name is Coach Aaron, and I am back at you once again with another Power in Strengths episode. Today, we are sitting down with my personal friend, one of my greatest mentors, and my personal strengths coach, Melinda Perry. I suppose you could say Melinda's probably my boss, too. Um, I am one of the coaches on her specific team. She is one of the 12 original Master Certified Incredible Family Strengths Coach, and today is own, running her own business under the name Melinda Perry Consulting, LLC. So with that, Melinda, it is great to have you on today. Um, would you just like to give a shout out to our power family and then give us your super six and how they make you personally powerful? Hi, Power Family. This is Melinda Perry. Um, gosh, I'm so excited to be doing this with you. I'm so proud of you, Erin. Way to go. Um, my super six are trainer, defender, inspiration, advisor, fortitude, and zest. Yeah, I know. What a combination, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kind of, my kids would tell you, in a nutshell, I was the only parent they knew who could kick their butts and make them feel like they received an award. (laughs) That's a good superpower. (laughs) It is kind of a really good superpower as far as parents go. Um, I can be my kids' strongest advocate and biggest cheerleader. So those strengths give me the superpower to stand up and defend my kids to the ends of the earth, but also um, give them the recognition that they deserve as far as lessons they've learned, as well as achievements that they've done. And every once in a while, I threw one heck of a great Halloween party. So, Hey, I like good Halloween parties. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, we did a... (laughs) We, it got to the point where people actually requested to come to our parties every Halloween. Nice. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool event. And I only did it once a year, but we had some um, pretty fun um, events as a family that we allowed um, all the neighborhood kids to join us. And that's that zest. That's where that zest parent strength comes from. I love that. I love zest. It's just so much fun to talk about zest. And all right, so what? How do you say we get into the weeds a little bit today? Let's dig. Let's pull okay. weeds. Let's nice. pull weeds, Aaron. <laughs> Sounds great. So my first question to you, Melinda, is: What is an incredible parent and an incredible kid in our industry? An incredible parent to me is somebody who's practicing strengths-based parenting. And by strengths-based parenting and positive parenting combined, they're they're not perfect parents. We're not perfect parents. We are parents who 
have learned tips and strategies and are all about what can we do to make parenting more enjoyable Mm. for ourselves and the people around us. Incredible kids are those kids who who are allowed to be who they truly are. An incredible kid knows their strengths and is playing to those strengths every single day. They have challenges along the way, but they take the lessons through growth on the things that make them great. And so I think um, we're changing healing the world one family at a time. And um, I love it when, especially when I'm working with youth, and you tell them what their strengths are and that they're superpowers and that they really are truly, really unique, the light bulb goes off and kids own their strengths so much faster than adults because we've been conditioned to believe all the things that we aren't instead of all the things that we are. And um, the kids are amazing at understanding that even more so than adults. And the kids will keep you in check. They'll tell you. They have no problem telling you you aren't living your strengths. <laughs> yeah, it, it is so true because, I mean, we talk about it all the time that from a young age, we are conditioned, um, whether it be by our fourth grade teacher or mom and dad or, I mean, even now as adults in the workplace, we need to be working on the things that we don't do well. And with strengths-based parenting and leadership, we are, we're now looking at transforming ourselves into someone that we want to be and someone that we are good at being naturally. And I think that's just a beautiful testament. Totally agree. So kind of going along with the same question, how can learning about someone's individual strengths um, be empowering to someone? Well, I think when we learn our strengths, it gives us a different, a, a different perspective about who we are. We quit focusing on what's wrong with us and we start focusing on what's right with us, which gives us a whole different meaning as to what life brings us and how we react to it. It also gives us a better understanding as to the people around us. And as parents, it opens up a conversation or a dialogue that we never had the opportunity to have with our parents. So an example of that would be in my own story, my dad was very, the dad that raised me, my um, stepdad, Mm -hmm. very authoritarian. He is a military badass in all simple forms. He's still Wyoming's most highly decorated war hero. Gives you a little bit of an understanding. Mm And um, we would butt heads all the time, all the time. Argument, we argued for the sake of arguing about anything. And um, it was very frustrating for me growing up, but I'm sure it was equally frustrating for him. Moving forward to becoming a strengths-based family between my son and myself, understanding his strengths and how he ticks, we don't argue anymore. We have conversations like this is this is not a competition. This is a conversation. Nobody's going to win. Mm-hmm. We're just having a conversation. Or he can say things to me like, wow, you're um, 
your trainer is going way too fast for me right now. I need to, I need you to slow it down or back it up. And um, so I can follow you better. So we have conversations based on understanding of each other instead of conversations based on who's going to win and who's right. And um, as parents go, that's what we all want with our kids. It's really where we want to be with our kids because um, the last thing we want is for our kids to go someplace else for outside encouragement or reinforcement or understanding. We want them to come to us. We want to be that end all be all of, hey, I've had a bad day. Help me work through this instead of being at the point where we're constantly battling wills. We're a hockey family. And so I like to think of strengths as when they're on the ice, hockey looks really violent. It looks like a violent sport. But when you get hit on the ice in hockey, you have momentum. It's basic fourth grade physics. When you hit something in motion, it continues in motion. And so you can move with it. That's how we want our strengths to be. Unlike football, when you hit something that is standing still or like boxing, it's almost an explosion of force. And it really sort of knocks your opponent out. I mean, it, it's a hard hit. Whereas in hockey, when you're moving with the force, you get to move with each other. You get to grow. So there's this give and take with, um, with the force of maybe a disagreement. So um, I think that strengths is so important in that aspect of parenting. That's super fun. I've, I mean, even in the conversation that we've had, I don't think we've ever um, had that exact discussion about how we shouldn't be working as people in opposition with our strengths or other people's strengths, but instead moving with the momentum of their strengths. And I think, I mean, as coaches, we do that anyways, but for parents or children, or parents of children, um, we shouldn't we shouldn't be working against. We should be working with, and I think that's beautiful. That's so awesome. Um, and you know, you you talk about you talk about your son a little bit there, um, and that that's segueing right into my my next question. I know your son. Um, not gonna name names. I I like him a lot. Um, you know, he he's my competition coach you know i my <clears throat> excuse me my competition is number three if you look at gallup um and my competition is number three and he's the one that really helps me with that because our competition looks exactly the same and so i want to ask you as a parent not as a coach um how has strengths-based development helped you in raising your son oh my gosh that is so such a good question. He also, what most people don't know, is he has a learning disability that was misdiagnosed till fifth grade. And so the biggest thing was it helped me focus on what was right with him so that he could change the outcome on what was right. So, so many times going through school, he would have struggles like we all do. We all have struggles in school. If we didn't, it wouldn't be growth. But there were times where he actually thought he was getting it 
like I'd say, how, how is this class coming? How are you getting it? And he's like, oh, I got it. Everything's great. And then he'd go to take the test and he didn't get it. Like be a zero or an F or a D. And he really, it was so disheartening to him that he missed the mark that he thought he had set. And so what knowing his strengths allowed me to do as a parent was to channel the strength to change the outcome. And so instead of being mad at him and saying, you told me you had this and why didn't you get it and all of that, what I could say now was, what strength can you use moving forward to change the outcome? Mm -hmm. What strength can you pull up to um, talk to the professor, talk to the teacher or, or uh, connect with other students? Where do you need to be? What strengths can help you get there? And there's been times where I had to do that as a parent and just step back because I really wasn't in his shoes and knew what he was going through or how to react to that. But I used strengths to help push him a little bit. And as competition, it pushed him enough to where he was able to really, truly change the outcome based on using his strengths. And um, now that he's an adult, taking those lessons with him, he knows that when you're living a strength-based life or within the strength zone, that we really truly almost have more control over the outcome. Mm -hmm. And um, I coached a high school student, a senior one year, and I challenged him to, to, the very last thing was this big challenge. And I said, here's the deal. He's, he didn't want to do it. He's like, I'm not doing that. I've already done it before. I'm not doing that. And um, it was a social event. And I said, look at it as a, an experiment on psychology. They're not going to take away your birthday and they're not going to send you to Panama. You don't even <laughs> have to like it. Just go with the opportunity to aim a couple of your strengths. And so the next session he came back and I said, what did you learn? What did we get out of this? And he looked at me and very, very firmly said, I learned that when you aim your strengths, the outcome is profoundly different. Hmm. I said, how so? And he said, well, I went to this thing I didn't want to do with one intention, and that was to just aim one strength. I walked away after an hour and a half of the event. So he did stay for the whole event. I walked away with the opportunity to use the other four strengths in ways that I never thought I'd get to use them. And so when he aimed one strength, it mushroomed into this whole opportunity of um, doors opening for him based on his other strengths. And so um, it truly is uh, powerful when we use our mm -hmm. superpowers. It truly is a powerful experience. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that that's, that's awesome what you just said. It, it, when you start to use one strength or you start to use a couple of strengths uh, very well, it kind of seems like everything else just kind of meshes together. It all falls into place. And I've noticed that in my own life um, with our coaching sessions, don't ask my wife though. She still says I'm a pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's just, it, it does. It seems like once that every, once you start even going in that direction, it seems like 
the path just starts to build around you and it just it's so awesome beautiful beautiful thing so i like to look at it as what makes us truly unique is we're not just one individual strength and we're not a bunch of strengths working independently our strengths are holding hands with each other and while sometimes they can't all fit through the door frame at the same time they can still hold hands one's going to lead the other and often what makes us truly unique is they're so tightly woven together that they're bonded together. These individual strengths are so bonded together that if we were to, like a bouncy ball, like those colored bouncy balls that have all the mm-hmm. different colors in them, yeah. that if we were to throw them really hard or bounce them down the street, they would never separate. Our strengths are that much who we are, so they would never separate. So coming into a situation or, or being in a relationship or working with people around us, knowing what our strengths are and how they're woven together actually can help us be better at who we are. And it helps other people to see us in a more true light as to how we truly are with in situations or good or bad situations. Mm-hmm just how they work together yeah it's yeah and that's that's it that's that's just how it is and it's so cool super cool so melinda you know me i have this profound obsession maybe with clubhouse um and you you ran a room recently um called proud parenting moments and i i kind of want just to take just a second and I want to ask you, what is your powerful parenting moment? What What is one story that shows all your strengths in action and then your kid using their strengths um, in the same instance and kind of just let's just take a journey here? Oh, oh my goodness. Um, so, wow, that is a really tough question. And um, there's been so many of them, but. I would have to tell you that I actually asked this question of my son one time, like what, what made me a great mom? And so we actually had it the other day. And so I'm going to have to say, and I'm not bragging on myself because this was his terms, Mm -hmm. but he's like, you were the cool mom. And I said, Really? You're like, really? <laughs> and and um, cause I know I always had, uh, well, when you, ha- when you raise two boys, there's always six in your house. And so I knew that I always had the kids over, but I said, what made me the cool mom? Why would you say that? He said, well, all the other parents were really old. And I was thinking, really? That's, that can't be true. I said, were they really old or did they just act old? Mm. He said, you know, I really don't know, but probably a little bit of both. And I said, so what made me the cool mom? He said, what made you the cool mom is that you truly let us be who we are. You didn't have pretense on how we should act. Like you had rules and you had boundaries and we knew what was allowed. But you saw us as kids and our age and what we were involved in. You let us be true to who we wanted to be without 
conforming us into certain standards. He's like, we're hockey players. There was going to be a bad word said here and there because that's what we were raised with in the locker room. You are not the parent who corrected us every time that happened, but we knew that this is what where the boundaries were. You set great guidelines for, we knew where the boundaries and perimeters were, and so we knew how to act accordingly. He said, those were the things that made you a cool mom. You didn't get angry about the music we listened to. You didn't get angry about the shows we wanted to watch. You didn't, you, you didn't set the standards so high that none of us could meet them. And so that being said, we always knew that there was a safe place without judgment to come to. And I think that's probably my proudest mom moment was even though I felt like I wasn't, like we all feel this way. Every parent under the book feels like at one point they're just not getting it. Like, I'm not a good parent. I'm missing the mark. What is it that I'm missing? But, you know, 15 years later when your kid tells you that what you thought you were doing right was actually what made them grow the most, um, that's a pretty big moment. I think that rate's pretty high up. I don't think there's anything that would beat that. That's such a cool story. And I mean, you talk about how, um, yeah, you set expectations and you know your expectations are going to be met because it's who you are. And that sounds, I mean, if you were to identify that, I would call that trainer, right? You know, right. and so can you can you identify just for like, if anybody listening out there chooses to do coaching sessions i'll probably play this game with them too you know so and you've done you've done this to me so i feel like i'm coaching you now <laughs> <laughs> but but if you could identify um some of your strengths out of there just for our listeners to kind of play the game along with us what would you pull out of those um those instances with your kid well trainers obviously one of them that's a big one. And um, inspiration, to me, like everybody hears the word inspiration and thinks it's this fun, lighthearted thing. And it's actually not. Inspiration strength to me is meeting that kid where they need to be met, inspiring them to go one step further or hit the expectation that they wanted to hit. And um, to me, I was always about inspiration, but thinking that it was this fluffy strength is not what it is. Sometimes it looks like a real hard ass. And that's who I was sometimes. It was like, I remember one time telling, marching, here's Munchkin mom marching around to the other side of the um, hockey rink because he had look, he had look, gotten off the ice because it looked like he was injured, but I marched around about third period and said, get your ass on the ice. You've milked it long enough. I mean, people came to watch him play. <laughs> and um, he said, well, I think I broke my thumb. And I said, then why don't you have any ice on it? Does it hurt when you do this? And obviously it did. And that's what any parent would have done. Oh, does it hurt when you do this? And he said, yeah, it hurts. And so we put a frozen puck on it and I just figured he wouldn't be back on the ice. Well, he was. He got back on the ice. And I'm like, well, if it was broken, why did you do that? And he said, I just felt like I could. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't about the thumb being broken. It was about the fact that I could. 
And so that's what I did. And yes, it was broken and I didn't win parenting award of the year. Um, for that. <laughs> but then there's advisor and advisor to me is being able to give that advice and having the stories to back it. So to say, you know, this might be one way of looking at it. And this is what I went through, not a demanding advice like my way or the highway, but looking at it as, well, when I was young, this happened to me. And so maybe there's something you can take from that lesson. Um, and fortitude, I never gave up on my kids ever. I mean, there would be times where uh, I didn't think we were going to even make it pass to the next grade. In fact, one time I told a whole slew of parents waiting to get in to parent-teacher conferences to go ahead and go home and reschedule because we were not leaving until there was stuff resolved or we had an action plan. Was it the right thing to do at the time? I don't know. Did I find the results that I needed to for my son? Absolutely. So fortitude is a, that whole never going to give up. I will not give up on you. So you always have me in your back corner. Um, Defender is kind of the same way. And then, you know, zest. We know how to have fun when when we're out to have fun. We're And, of course, you know, there's a joke out there that says it's not a family vacation took us something gets thrown out the window or, you know, uh, <laughs> Stuff like that. We all had moments like that. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Um, we had moments where it was like, what is this? Um, but one time it was hanging one of their shoes on the back windshield wipers because th their feet smelled so bad and we couldn't stand to be in the car with them at Yellowstone. It was like, that's the only pair of shoes you brought. You know, we had to find solutions to the thing, but it, to the problem, but without dying from smell but it it's all about how those strengths are interwoven and how we use them to make ourselves and as parents our kids shine a little brighter that's so awesome you nailed it on the head i shouldn't even try coaching you you're you're the <laughs> professional here <laughs> i'm just kidding no it's no. it's fun it's it's a great time to just kind of sit down and talk about people's strengths. And I mean, I think that's, that's why you and I both got into this, into this profession is because it's, it's a lot of fun and we both enjoy seeing people grow. Um, and so I just, thank you. Thank you for sharing that and just growing a little bit with me. Absolutely. So my final question. And so Melinda, you are a Gallup strengths, coach as well yeah uh, and so i would like you to talk about what the gallup strengths assessment is just a little bit and then um i guess i'll, I'll wait for my other question just while you explain uh what the gallup assessment is so the gallup assessment is um it's sort of our dna as to who we truly are um it's 30 we all we know from years and years of research, and Gallup's been around for over 40 years. And Gallup, as an, or as an organization, is the world's foremost authority on analytics and data. So we didn't just develop an assessment and then put the people to it. 
we actually had the people and developed the assessment. And um, what it shows us is that everybody has 34 strengths. And um, most of those are learned behaviors. We start learning them as young as two years old. And um, it's truly how we are, how we operate, how we see the world. And um, depending, we know that when you pull from your top 10 every day, you're going to have those best days ever. You're more profitable. You're more productive. You have you enjoy life better. You make um, kinder choices. You customer service wise, you're nicer to your clients. There's just so many positives from it when you're living in those ten. I, as a coach, like to look at eleven, twelve, and thirteen on that assessment because I think if you're stuck a little bit, you like you're in that that realm where you're just a little bit off kilter. You can look at those three strengths and go, wow, this is probably where it's hanging me up. Um, then I look at those middle strengths. And um, so the top strengths, I look at them as your tool belt. They're the strengths you're going to take with you everywhere you go. My dad was electrician. Can you tell? I use terms like tool belt. Um, I was really hoping I was really hoping that you were going to tell this story and not <laughs> goad you into this. I, I love it. <laughs> so my my dad was electrician. So your top strengths to me are your tool belt. You have them with you all the time, all the time. And you should be pulling from them all the time. That comes back to that aim your strengths and the outcomes profoundly different. Um, and that being said, strengths are neutral. They're not positive or negative. It's dependent on how you use them. You can use them in a positive way in the balcony, be waving at people. Hi, I'm so pretty. Look at me. Or in the basement. And you can put them in the basement or somebody can just, I like to say, kick them to the curb. There's times where people just don't have any tolerance for who we are and kind of kick our strengths to the curb. And it'll feel like a backhanded compliment or, you know, something that just throws us off a little bit to say, wow, that's really, why did they see that in me? So anyway, you have your top strengths, your tool belt, so to speak. Then we have these middle strengths, and I like to call them our truck strengths. So if you're on a job site and you don't have a strength or a tool, you can go out to your truck, grab it. And then come back in and finish the job. It's not costing you time or money. It's just an added tool. So, oh, I need this star-shaped screwdriver. So I'm going to go out to my truck and get it because I don't need it all the time. So it's not on my tool belt. But um, I can get the job done faster. It's not costing me anything to move forward with it. Then we have these bottom in our 34, and they're different for everybody. So the bottom ones, I like to call the shop strengths. And the shop strengths are the strengths that we have tucked away at the shop. And if we had to go get them for a job, it would cost us time and money. We would be out the 30 minutes to drive to the shop, another 30 minutes to look for them. Oh, we got sidetracked here and oh, we got sidetracked there. And oh, maybe this is the right tool for the job. I'm not really sure. So then we take it back and chances are we've just wasted an hour or more of time trying to find something that may or may not work. 
that we are good or not good at using. And so those strengths, um, I call them the shop strengths because sometimes it's just easier to borrow it from somebody to get the job done faster or seek it elsewhere or, or team up or sync up or um, or maybe find a different avenue. Use some other strengths to compensate for the ones that we don't have. Team our strengths together. So that being said, Gallup strengths are our individual 34 strengths um, that have a lot of research to back it up with the premise of what if we focused on what was right with us instead of what was wrong with us. Because when we focus on what is right, it's like growing at a tree, growing from the, the middle of the trunk up. Eventually, we're going to go over the roof. We're going to surpass it. Instead of starting from the ground level and from ground level, working really hard, working really hard, working really hard till the point where we're only, you know, a few feet off the ground. And now we're just mediocre when we weren't born to be mediocre. All the time, like all of our conversations just leave me with something new to take home, I think. And it's it's super fun um, to kind of think about it that way. And so next week I'm sitting down with uh, Nick Johnstone, one of the people that I uh, went through the Incredible Families um, training with. And he talks about how and you you told me that it comes from the Gallup training, actually. But he talks about how your your strengths, you as a person, start out as a star. And you have the five points and the middle is like the middle little divots are your weaknesses. And society tells you, well, you need to work on those little divots. You need to bring those out because, well, they're just not good. And then they're telling you also that, hey, your strengths are way overpowering. You need to rein those in. And eventually your star that shines so bright and so beautiful becomes a circle. And thus, I mean, you can see that that's my that's my logo on top of the Power and Strengths podcast. Um, and it's just the exact same thing about what you were talking with with the tree is like if we're starting to try to grow from the ground level and just grow up, we're just we're just going to be meh. And then, but if we're, if we're trying to grow all of this beautiful, like the top of the tree and really blossom out the leaves, then we're going to be a more beautiful, more powerful person that way. And so I, I really appreciate that. Last week I sat down with Dr. Ryan and great friend of both of ours. We, Dr. Ryan's awesome. Um, and he he was the developer. He was the one of the leading researchers on Incredible Families. Now, Gallup and Incredible Families are two separate entities. Am I right? You are right. Very yeah. much so. So that being said, they're both they're both strengths based programs. I like to talk about both of them in my in my coaching sessions. If someone knows the language of Gallup, I'm going to use Gallup. Um, and then I'm also going to transition it into incredible families as well. So how can how can someone partner Gallup and incredible families to make you even more powerful? Ah, uh, sure. Um, so <laughs> being a Gallup coach, 
um, with 34 strengths. Then we look at incredible parent. Let's just use incredible parent for an example. There's 12 strengths based on the positive side of what the strengths are. And so when you look at, as a Gallup coach, when I look at the incredible parent strength, it combines, each strength combines certain qualities from the Gallup profile. And so it's really easy to look at some of those strengths and go, oh, that sounds a little bit of harmony or that strength has a little bit of empathy with it or consistency. And um, I like Incredible Parent because it helps us, it gives us a language as far as parenting goes that helps us see who we are as our super six. So with combinations from Gallup, it, to me, it gives you a little bit broader perspective. So when you know your Gallup and then you're pulling it into your incredible parent, it it makes it a stronger connection or unity. We can actually grow from both of them. Although Gallup is pretty much designed for working um, workplace relationships and, and structure. Whereas um, Incredible Parent is just that. It's for parenting and um, family-based strengths. And so I think it really depends on how you want to use them um, and what you want to get out of them. Now, can we use Incredible Parent to show what kind of people or leaders we are with, um, within our business? Absolutely. Because let's face it, when you're working, those people are your family. We spend 70% of our time with the people we work with. Um, is the parent assessment going to help you relate to how you are um, towards your coworkers? Uh, you can change. You can put me in Gallup or you can put me in Incredible Parent, but I'm always still going to be a trainer and an advisor and an inspiration and um, and that's who I am to the core. Does it help you as my coworker understand me a little bit better? Absolutely. That's awesome. I, yeah, I absolutely think that Gallup and Incredible Families has such, they both have distinct languages that they use, but using them together to communicate a common goal is super powerful and i i love using them together especially especially if i have a client that's already savvy in gallup strengths then i'm definitely going to talk to him about gallup too because i mean as i i understand that i'm only an incredible families coach but i i started with gallup still and i i still understand the core of what they mean and so i i really like that one so starting to wrap up, is there anything else that you would that you would want our listeners to know about you, about the Incredible Family Strengths Assessment, about Gallup? Is there anything else that you would like to add on top of what we've talked about today? Um, wow. Of course, take the assessment. <laughs> I mean, take the Incredible Family Assessment and start there. 
Um, give yourself a new language, a new dialogue. Um, grow a little bit, because if we're not growing, we're dying. And um, that that's pretty much a given. But grow with your kids. The coolest thing about the Incredible Family Assessment is it gives you a language that both of you can do. Dinner time conversations. What strengths did you use? What, you know, instead of coming down to that same old question, how was your day? Fine. What happened? Nothing. You know, um, let's change it from word and word answers. Let's get past the one word um, responses and into conversations, um, especially, you know, driving across town or dinner time or whatever. What what makes you a great person? How do you use that? Obviously, let's start with that. Take the assessment, you know, see what you're great at. And then find somebody, a coach that can walk you through it. Everybody needs a coach, like even coaches. I have a coach. I've been doing this for, oh my gosh, seven years or more. And I still have a coach. So we, um, on so many levels, they help keep us accountable. They help us learn a little bit more about ourselves. They help us um, become advocates for what what our mission is and what our goals are. So absolutely take the step, just move forward, just move forward. Absolutely. absolutely. If you're not, if you're not moving not forward, then what are you doing? Really? really. Oh, you're just standing there. Exactly. Or you're moving backwards and that's never good. Yeah. Not fun. No bueno. <laughs> uh, so Melinda, where can we find you? Um, so um, you can find me at, um, www.melindaperryconsultingllc.com. You can find me on Incredible Family. Um, you can find me. Where else can you find me, Erin? Um, let's see. Uh, I have a platform on SOAR um, if you're looking for coaches that way. And um, Facebook. I'm on Facebook and um, Instagram. I'm LinkedIn. Uh, pretty much know. everywhere huh yeah yeah pretty much everywhere and right you on. know just like with everything else i'll be your biggest advocate and your strongest cheerleader however you want to put that and and help you kind of see what's great about yourself i like to say i give people the permission to use their superpowers yeah definitely and i can i can attest to that because you're my coach um I definitely, I've definitely seen that. And Melinda, Melinda is just so great at being, being there in your corner. Um, I mean, if you need it, she'll wipe the blood out of your eye or she'll pat you on the back saying you did great. Um, and so Melinda, I just, I personally want to say thank you for that. And I really appreciate that. Um, Something else, some somewhere else you can find Melinda is you can find her on Clubhouse. Uh, like I said, next week I will be sitting down and talking with uh, Nick Johnstone, a good friend of mine. Um, and in that episode, I will plug in a link to Clubhouse. You can find Melinda on Clubhouse. Um, and coming soon, there will be Clubhouse reform by yours truly. So hopefully that'll be great. Um, but yeah, so, and if anyone doesn't know what clubhouse is, we'll talk about it a little bit more le next week also, but 
it's basically just like what you're listening to here, except it's interactive. You can get up on stage. You can talk about things that you want to talk about instead of just listening to people like Melinda and I ramble on about things that we're passionate about. <laughs> so, um, Melinda, my f- my actual final question for reals this time, <laughs> <laughs> what what is one thing that you would like our listeners to do after listening to this podcast today? Oh, my gosh. Well, if you have kids, give them a big hug and tell them they're awesome, because I don't think we say that enough as parenting. Um, also, find some joy in parenting. Did you know that parents rate vacuuming higher on the happiness level than actually being parents? So let's change that. Um, happy girls don't do that. So let's just find a way to um, be happy and um, be grateful. And if you're not, let's find an outlet to move forward. Like take a forward step for yourself. Absolutely. That's that's great. If you are a parent, if you have kids um, that are old enough to understand, I mean, even if they're not old enough to understand what you're saying, tell them that you love them from the bottom of your heart and just just be there for them always. Melinda, I want to thank you so much for coming on today and being with me and just sharing some stories and taking a journey with me. It's so much fun. Um, and I'm I'm super glad to have you uh, on as part of the start of my new journey of Power and Strengths podcast. Well, you are very welcome, my friend. I look forward to the next time we get to do this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much, Melinda. Have a great day. You as well.